Thank you for joining us on History FM Radio on LiveParanormal.com and History.fm. From paranormal to the unexplained history, it all happens here. Looking to enhance your radio experience? Participate in live interactive chat 24-7 with our radio show hosts and other like-minded people on www.liveparanormal.com, the only interactive social chat room supported by full interactive media. Stop by now and join in on the fun. Dana Workman from Haunted Highway on Sci-Fi, and you're listening to The Ghost Host, Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. Boom. This is Bill Murphy of Sci-Fi Channel's Fact or Fake Paranormal Files, and you're listening to The Ghost Host, Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. Hey everybody, this is Rex Williams, the medic from Destination Truth, and you're listening to the ghost host, Sophia, on LiveParanormal.com. This is True TV's haunting evidence investigator, Patrick Burns. And ghost huntress author, Marley Gibson. And you're you're listening listening to to ghost Ghost host, Host, Sophia Temporelli. Ian, Michael Perry. And we're here... Hello, we're here at the ghost host with Sophia Temporelli and Weekly Paranormal.com. Weekly, weekly at LiveParanormal.com. <laughs> this is Stefan Brigatti from Pacific Coast Paranormal, and you're listening to the ghost host, Sophia Temporelli, on LiveParanormal.com. She rocks. This is Christopher Sanders with My Ghost Story on Biography. You are listening to The Ghost Host with Sophia Tipparelli on LiveParanormal.com. Hi, this is Professor Lloyd Auerbach, parapsychologist, and you're listening to The Ghost Host with Sophia Tipparelli on LiveParanormal.com. This is author Alexandra Holzer. And you're listening to ghost host Sophia Temporelli. Hi, this is Jeff Belanger, host of 30 Odd Minutes, founder of GhostVillage.com, and author of lots of your favorite paranormal books. And you're listening to the ghost host Sophia on LiveParanormal.com. Boo! This is Nick Groff, executive producer of Ghost Adventures, the original documentary in Ghost Adventures, season 1 through 10, and executive producer of Ghost Stalkers, author of Chasing Spirits, the building of the Ghost Adventures crew, and founder of NickGroffTours.com. You are listening to the ghost host, Sophia Temporelli, on LiveParanormal.com. Tune in. Hey, this is Zach Bagans from Ghost Adventures, and you are listening to the ghost host, Sophia Temporilli, on LiveParanormal.com. Hey, everybody, this is Jeff Belanger, writer and researcher for Ghost Adventures. I'm an author, the writer, host, and producer of New England Legends, the television series, and the podcast. And I just love all things spooky, and I love that Sophia Temporelli has made it 10 years, a decade of broadcasting on LiveParanormal.com. Congratulations, that's an incredible accomplishment, and please stay spooky, Sophia.
That's right. It's the Ghost Host Show with Sophia Temperley on LiveParanormal.com, celebrating over 10 years. That's right, a decade here on LiveParanormal.com. And just realizing a month away from 11 years here on LiveParanormal.com, feel free to call into the show, 347-202-0316. That's 347-202-0316. As well, I will be posting links for our guests here on the uh, chat room link, uh, the live feed that's uh, running throughout the show. So feel free to jump into the LiveParanormal.com chat room. It only takes a second to sign in, get yourself an avatar, and you're part of the LP family. Any questions for our guests in the chat room, too, as well? Make sure that they're all caps so we can uh, distinguish questions uh, from uh, the chat going on in the in the live chat room. Uh, hope everyone's keeping safe out there. Paranormal investigators, intuitives, haunted location homeowners, and horse flag chronicles, Radio hosts Philip and Julia Syracuse will be on live today. Everyone visit and like the Horsefly Chronicles case files on Facebook, of course. Uh, Twitter at Philip Syracuse, at Julia Syracuse, Philip Syracuse's book, The Horsefly Chronicles, A Demonic Haunting. That's available on Amazon. And tune in to Horsefly Chronicles Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern on UPRNTalkRadio.com. Upcoming, we have a Darkness Radio's host now, Tim Dennis. He'll be on the program next weekend, the 21st. Psychic Intuitive Rick Wade will be on the program on the 25th of uh, June coming up. We have other people that are securing their dates right now. So like the ghost host, Sophia Temporelli, on LiveParanormal.com Facebook fan page just to learn of the guests as we learn of them real time. Also check out the membership packages here on LP. They start as low as $2.99 a month. And Rob Sarek, the founder, he's great at rewarding the audience. So a lot of autographed books by some of your favorite paranormal authors, all right here with the members on uh, on LP, and also p- to support the vendors here. So if you're getting the grandma mail meter for her birthday, make sure you do it through the uh, vendors here on LP. And tonight, starting at 7 p.m. Eastern, be on the screen in Ghost White Radio, as well as monthly Mondays right here. Chip Coffee of A&E's Paranormal State, Psychic Kids, and now going through on uh, Kindred Spirits. He's here monthly Monday nights on uh, Live Paranormal, as well as Ben Hansen, Amy Goodwin, David M. Roundtree, Stefan Brigatti, Andy and Michelle Coppick, Ken Gearhart, and many more on this very network. Archive shows, if you miss anything, need to toggle, uh, get, get some information on, uh, on today's broadcast, it'll be available uh, soon after the uh, uh, airing of today's show is free MP4 iTunes downloads as an archive show. And without any further ado, we'll bring on the ghost host here, Sophia. Congratulations on over 10 years of broadcasting here. Thank you. I can't believe it's already been 10 years. I, well, not only that, uh, less than a month from now, it'll be 11 years you've been on air too as well. So congratulations. You've helped a lot of people through the years. 11 years, but, you know, it's been amazing getting to talk to so many incredible people. And also, you got your buddies, your gaming buddies and stuff online. They're all meeting up in Arizona and doing road trips and stuff. Where are they at right now? I have no idea. Um, I think my friend's back. I don't know what they did. I, I like, I'm trying not to bother them because it's their first time meeting in real life. So, I mean, I just let them do what they did. Yeah, they talk about crashing your place too sometimes. So. <laughs> but Sophie, you got all these things. You got these Instagram, Twitter, all these. Oh, what's that? It's well, it scares me because they're in a different time zone, so I'm sure they wake up earlier, and that frightens me. 
Yeah, they're probably plotting and scheming to come down here. But you got these Twitters, Instagram, and all these things. Where can people find you? I'm on Twitter, at ctemporelli's 1L, and Instagram, just at ctemporelli. Yeah, we gave you too long a name. So just drop one of the L's, and you can find her pretty much anywhere. So tell us about your guest. Today we have paranormal investigators, haunted location homeowners, and Horsefly Chronicles radio hosts, and Jul- Philip and Julia Syracuse. They will be on air live today. Everyone visit Facebook, like the Horsefly, uh, Horsefly Chronicles case files. Twitter at Philip Syracuse, at Julia Syracuse. Philip's book, The Horsefly Chronicles, A Demonic Haunting, available on Amazon. And tune in to Horsefly Chronicles Radio, Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern on the UPRNTalkRadio.com. Let's welcome them into the show. Hi, guys. That just means there's a lot of people out there. Hey, guys, thanks for coming on. Hi. Thank you so much for having us on. Thank you so much for having us on today. We are so excited. And, Sophia, you're doing such a great job. Thank you so much for having us on. Oh, wow. Well, thank you for coming on. Um, to start off, can you both, you know, tell us what kind of initially sparked your interest in the paranormal? Actually, I wasn't interested in the paranormal until um, I bought this house, then my mm-hmm. world turned upside down. Um, you know, it's it's funny how things work in life. And um, you you get pulled into something you're not aware of, and then all of a sudden you're part of it. And then you, you actually work with it and, uh, and research it, and research it, and then you stop being an investigator yourself. So it's weird how mm-hmm. that works. I mean, back in the day, I used to watch TV shows like um, Sightings and all those shows. James Van Prague used to like all those shows. Yeah. And uh, you know, we're living what people, uh, other people experience, and we're living it. Yeah, and until you're really living it is when you really start the research of understanding yeah, like what your paranormal teams on TV years ago, yeah. but I'd be like, oh, come on, it's fake, it's this, it's that. But until you live in, you know, in an actual haunting, it's like, wait a second, this stuff is really happening. Yeah. So uh, we're, we're excited to be part of the paranormal community. And, um, you know, I, I got to say that uh, it's it's a real thing, and it's nothing to be taken lightly. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and I know you both were speaking about living in a haunted house. Can you tell us, you know, how you kind of realized that your house is haunted, and what are some of the things that are currently or previously were happening in the house? Well, there's an old saying, the house chose us. The house definitely chose us. You know, sometimes... It, that, that's true. Sometimes the houses do choose you. They find, you know, a family that the house finds a family that, you know, has gifts and and definitely has the abilities to communicate. Yes. And, and torture. Because <laughs> I'll tell you what. And no, you know, you, we laugh, but yeah, it, you see it, on it's television, not funny. You can watch these mm-hmm. TV shows. It's like you look at a house and then the house is under contract with another family, so you're not going to get it. Well, that was our case. We weren't getting this house. No. Um, and then, ironically, it falls out of contract with someone that wanted it, and here we are 12 years later. It's amazing how that works because it was a point we didn't even want the house. Mm-hmm. I didn't want it. You didn't want the you house. I fought for the house. I fought for the house. I was drawn into the house. You know, then, yeah. yeah, Phil was just like, I'm done. It's I just, didn't want it. It was really hard for us to get so many mm-hmm. things that were going wrong. 
And I was like, no. I think the things going wrong was God saying. Exactly. The good spirit saying, hey, do not get this house. Exactly. And then the negative spirit saying, come on, come on. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. That's what I feel like it was. That's true. And, um, you know, but the first six months living in the home were fine. Everything was perfect. But after the six months, that's when it all started. Yeah, I mean, it's it's amazing, you know, just how much time can pass before you realize your house is haunted. I mean, in, when I previously lived in a haunted house, my parents didn't actually know that it was haunted until I started noticing it, and I was about nine then. So I went through nine years of life without really knowing it was haunted. I mean, looking back, you can see little things, but it's just kind of crazy how dormant it can be, and then once it's not, it just really changes everything. Yes. Most stuff dormant. You hit the key word there. Yeah. Dormant. Oh, yeah. That is the key word. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they pop out of nowhere. And then the shadows, you know, the shadows come and you think it's the light bulbs and you think it's this reflection of the sun or your eyes. And then the shadows are dark and big and other people have seen them. That's how this whole started anyway. And then, you know, it, it, once it knows that you know, then it starts to feed off mm-hmm. of your fear. And that's what happened here. Uh, this is not a typical haunting. This is not a friendly haunting by any means. And um, I had a hard time digesting that, trying to understand what are we dealing with here? Are we just a bunch of morons, or is this a real case that we're dealing with demons in this house? And that's and I, and I say that because um, it wasn't like you just hear a whisper. You feel this thing. You feel the pain of it. You feel the it, like it could torment you, like you feel like you're nothing. And it, yeah, and it's it's not like a it's not a poltergeist. It's, no, it's, no. It messes with your like mind. It yeah. knows how to manipulate you so well, and it plays on your weaknesses, and it does that for us and, and our kids. It plays on everybody's weaknesses. Yeah, and that's what we had. Like we had a first paranormal team, I believe, it was like 2013, mm-hmm. and uh, I wanted to see what they had to say, you know. It's haunted or it's not haunted. And, and, and you didn't believe it. I didn't believe them, but they said, no, you got stuff here. <laughs> and you didn't believe it. They showed me pictures of red orbs and hearing EVPs of growls. And and I'm like, I'm thinking they're faking it, you know. But that's just me. They mm-hmm. weren't fake, but that's just me, you know, debunking everything. I debunked my own stuff. And then, uh, of course, I have a hard head. And a month later, I, I called another paranormal team and uh, just to see what they would say and so let it be 52 paranormal teams later, I can tell you that the house is haunted. It took you 52 <laughs> teams to tell you. I, did, you know, you... I think I like the fact that other teams did different types of research, yeah. used different types of equipment, mm-hmm. different methods. It wasn't the same old methods. Everything was different. And, yeah. you know, when you have different energy of people, I wanted people to say, no, your house is not haunted. I wanted to hear those words. There was not heard... one team no. that came here that said, you know, no. <laughs> this is this. It's it's not okay here. Yeah. In fact, we had a medium that did come here, Sophia, and she begged uh-huh. me to move in with her. She's like, "Please get out of this house. Get your kids out." I'm like, "Well, you know, it's not so easy just to pick up and move. Where do you want us to go? Come live with me." That's. You know, and again, to everyone that's <laughs> listening to the show, that sounds it, it sounds, sounds crazy. crazy, right? Uh, but I can tell you, I promise you, and, and it's scary that these things are real. You're not going to see mm-hmm. a demon in front of you. It's not going to happen. I mean, if it does happen, then you must have a gift I don't. But 
you, you, you feel the presence of these things, and it's so horrifying, these pre- and, the, and the shadows and the negativity of the arguments and the fighting. Yeah, it's, they, it's, they it's, can control the mind, yes, like you said. It's so much more of like a mind manipulation yeah. haunting. You become part of it. It controls you in a way where, look at other hauntings. I always bring up Amityville Horror, right? Yeah. That's like one of the number one mm-hmm. cases where Ron DeFeo goes and, and unfortunately does this homicide towards his family, right? Takes mm-hmm. them all out. And then in jail, he's like, the house wasn't haunted. And another meeting, it was haunted because that's what demons can do. They can manipulate the mind and trick you. You don't even know what you're saying anymore. You don't even know what you believe anymore when they take you over. So it could be like a hallucination or a manifestation of just your thoughts when the truth is it's the demon controlling everything behind the scenes. And they control the person as if you're like a conduit, like the uh, Annabelle doll, right? You're a conduit. You're a toy to this thing and it can manipulate you and make you do And people things. always say, why don't we move? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that. You know, well, I'll play lotto and hopefully we move. I mean, <laughs> it's not easy, you know, It's not easy. the whole family. It's not easy to just pick up and move. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's uprooting your whole life and, you know, moving very expensive, so it can be very hard. Um, if you had the opportunity to move, would you or would you continue to, you know, kind of try and figure out what's in the home? No, well, Fia, we try every year. Every <laughs> year we try. It's like every and, – and something always happens that, like, stops us from moving. We always try to move. Um, and then trying to figure out what's in the house. Well, when you have all these paranormal teams, Wiccan, Shaman, Priest, Reverend, Deacon, I mean, everybody under the sun's belt's been here to, like, see what's going on. And – it's all different answers. We still can't figure mm-hmm. it out. We, they have some conclusions. Um, any SPR? Yeah, they, they were, had. They were really. They, were very, really they had. They, you know, they found out that the girl Sarah, that portrayed to be a young ghost, innocent girl that was lost, wasn't really that. It was really something else. And and the, the weird thing with that was that you know it, they have the power to really trick you, and we're. We're really good at pinpointing, like, you know, we're, we're, we're psychics and we're mediums and we can... But not it. in this house. In this house, I'm blocked. We're, we are blocked. I am blocked house. in this house. I don't mm-hmm. even know what's going on in this house. I go to another house and, and probably identify some things. Yes. This house, I'm lost. It's, you know, and they say so because true. your equilibrium balance is going off and there's so much going on, so much energy. And again, it's not a poltergeist. Our pictures don't fly off the walls, none of that stuff, no. My walls don't bleed. This is more of a manipulative entity that wants to control and cause chaos within the family. Yeah, and when NESBR did come here in July, what what year was that? Two years ago. Two years ago. Two years. um, They did did make Phil, how do I say this, make you really understand on who Sour really was. Right, right. And I saw that, and it was like a mm-hmm. light bulb that went off. Yes, yeah, Sarah anyway. wasn't Sarah, actually. She was, they said it was a demon, you know. I guess I had to hear it from You that. had to really believe it and hear it and know it, and you did. And I will say this, Sophia, you know, uh, not to go too far into this, but um, uh, they did help they with did. the removal of Sarah. They and did. up until... 
the last six, seven months, I don't know, things started happening again. And then we just had uh, a very well-known psychic remote view this house, and things are back. You know, so when we talk mm-hmm. about laying dormant and they can go away for a while and, and reappear, um, you know, I don't know if there is, to be honest with you, I don't know if there is a true solution to this problem to this particular problem. Now, I do believe spirits can move on and entities can be removed. This, whatever's going on here is a cluster of negative energy that it just fools everybody in, in one sense or another, right? Yes. It just knows how to fool you. Like, yeah, I'm gone. I'm out of your sight. And if you're a psychic or remote view of my home, it's gone now. And then all of a sudden it comes behind the curtains again. Right? Yeah. I mean, haunted houses are, you know, so difficult. I mean, trying to figure out what's there and then, you know, trying to either figure out how to deal with it or, you know, leave or, you know, all of that. And Philip, I know you actually wrote a book about your experiences in the home. Uh, can you tell everyone, you know, kind of what inspired you to write the book and where people can buy it? What inspired me to write the book is when I thought the house was haunted over here and I was at work one day and talking to coworkers. I'm like, I should write a book, you know, about my house. Like, yeah, you should. And I was, nah, I'm not going to write it. I don't know. And then they they convinced me, no, go for it. Just write a story, man. Write it, you know. And um, what was weird about writing the Horsefly Chronicles book is that I couldn't write it. I had to play Indian drum beats from YouTube. I found Indian drum beats and Mm -hmm. I had to play it really, really loud in the basement for me to write the book. And when I would stop playing it, I forgot what I was writing. Um, it's weird, but it kind of like put me into this transitional mental thing where I'm doing automatic writing and writing my, mm-hmm. my story and what's going on in this house. Um, and then so, so let it be that we do find out years later through investigators that Iroquois Indians were here between the Eastern and Delaware River. This was their land. And they lost the battle here. And a lot of the pictures that we have here of these apparitions are false face masks that they used to wear to scare off the rivals. Um, we're in the focal point of it. And the book is on Amazon. You could buy it if you're interested. If not, you know, it's out there. I mean, it's a, it may be a hard-to-believe read for people. I, I could definitely understand that. But, you know, I put it out there so that people know that these things do exist. And I, I definitely think that this house had so much of its own stuff before we even oh, moved yeah. in here, like you said. So, you know, you know, Phil had an attachment, and, you know, we were, the whole family, were, we have, you know, yeah, abilities. We, and then you go into a house that already has a history of yeah. the land, and it's, what is it? It's the perfect storm, right, right Sophia? The perfect storm. Yeah. No, for sure. I mean, it's just, I mean, everything just comes together at once and it could be, you know, just overwhelming. I know when the activity really just kind of solidified for everyone in the home that, you know, our house was haunted. I was starting a new school year. We were, we had to move at that point in time. Everything was just happening at once while we're dealing with, you know, me being watched at night, my mom being watched and just, everything going on at once and I think that you know hauntings just everything happens regardless of whatever 
everything kind of happens is a perfect storm, no matter the situation. Most definitely. In 2009, before we lived here, we lived in a different part of Pennsylvania. We had a storybook life, no mm-hmm. haunting. Everything mm-hmm. was good financially, medically, between us, the whole family, zero paranormal activity, nothing, yeah. nothing. Once we came here, all hell broke loose. So and I, I wanted the listener to know this, that I believe certain uh, locations and neighborhoods lay on certain energy lines mm-hmm. and uh, neighborhoods can have a negative vibration and you don't even know it. And, you know, you could say, well, how come everybody's so depressed in this neighborhood? And then you can go to another neighborhood where it's up and lively and vibrant. Everybody's happy, washing their cars, music playing. There is uh, truth behind the studies of that. This is a low vibration neighborhood. Even though it's an estate neighborhood, it doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. It's a low vibration where people are um, – not uh, to me, they're not as happy and not, pleasant. They're not. Right? Mm-hmm. I've been to homes in New Jersey when I used to be a salesman. There's some neighborhoods, everybody's excited and happy. Mm-hmm. Um, this is just a lower vibration neighborhood. It could be because there was so much death here in this area. There really was. Um, and battle. And you would never know it no, by you coming would never here. Know it. Because, no. like, like you said, this is an estate neighborhood. This is. So it doesn't make a difference the size of the home. You know, and next time we move. I don't care if the house is small. I want a good energy neighbor. I want to exactly. feel the vibe. Not we know what we're going into now. Yeah, knocking everybody's door. Are you happy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, I, I mean, definitely. It's it's honestly just like one of a kind, you know, experience from that. And I know that you also have a radio show. Did your home haunting kind of inspire you to do that? Or is it just, yes. you know, your yeah. interest oh, in the paranormal and investigating? You know what? We um, wanted to do something different. We wanted to, mm-hmm. you know, do this show to really, you know, understand more about the paranormal because we can't get out there as much as, you know, so many other people can because we have our kids yeah. and there's so much going on here. We needed a way to really focus on the paranormal and to learn and and that's and learn the, and teach people what we've learned. Yes, and that's what the show is here. really done for us. And the, and the the show is geared towards to get us get the most knowledge we can and give it out. Um, you know, I I was on um, I was on Doctor Schrader. I think that was one of my first or second shows with Dave Schrader, and um, mm-hmm. I was a guest telling my story, and then from there. I was on many shows telling my story, my experience, and then the people that were working on this case would tell their experience. And and then it transitioned to Julia and I saying, you know what, now let's do a show and bring in guests and hear about their experience of where they live and what they're dealing with. And and, and as you know, you know, you're on 11 years. That's a long time. That's great. Um, mm-hmm. There's so much you can learn. There's people in the corporate world. We've talked to millionaires. Yeah. We've talked to other authors, psychics, mediums. Doctors, um, all traits of life we have spoken to, and so many people have paranormal experiences that we're not alone. You know, it wasn't the average Joe who just tells a ghost story and they get mocked. There's so many people that are high, with high credibility that have these experiences, and we we learned that throughout the years of you know doing interviews, and you know I'm sure like yourself, you have a lot of big people on and. Um, it opens up your eyes like, wait, I'm not alone. It's been a real, it's been an extreme learning curve Oh, most definitely. 
Yeah, I I mean, definitely. It's amazing getting to hear so many different people's stories and backgrounds and just hear so much, you know, information um, just from other investigators. Everyone has their own investigating style, their own stories. So it's just great to be able to meet new people in the field through, you know, your radio show and everything. Um, And the show is really – I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. Well, the show is doing, it's doing really, really good. It's doing so much better than we ever, ever dreamed of. So we're really excited. Yeah, I mean, that's why we keep it going because, and we're helping people too, right? Like yourself, I'm sure people may message you and ask you questions about Mm -hmm. their haunting. And that's the satisfaction we also get at helping. You know, there's no experts in this field. I don't care who you are. No one's an expert because there's so much unknown mm-hmm. that what's what's going on. But we give the best advice that we can, and, and sometimes we help other families with our advice. And you know, but we're still trying to help ourselves at the same time, exactly. and other people are trying to help us. So it's funny, right? Yeah, it's it's, it's a learning curve and it's a helping curve. For we're us we're being helped ourselves. by our show, and we're helping other people. Yeah. Absolutely. And I mean, that's so important, just, you know, getting the information out there for people who may be living in a haunted house and, you know, need that type of support from other investigators or just someone that they can relate to. So, I mean, having a radio show in the paranormal is just like, it's, it's really amazing just the amount of people you can reach with it. And we're broadcasting from this home, yeah. from the Horsefly Chronicles home. So we do get hear occasional voices coming through. <laughs> it's interesting. Oh, the I last show. The last show wow. we had. Um, yes, we a well-known I, psychic. Yes, we had we had um, Erica. Yeah. But she, I think you had her on yes, as well. Yes, yes, yes. She is amazing. Oh, yes, she, yeah, definitely. She, yeah, she yeah, nailed her. She nailed so much of she our did. whole case. <laughs> I mean, we're doing the show, and, you know, my show is also video, and she said, so there's a shadow behind you, so I'm turning around and looking behind me, so I don't see anything. <laughs> but, you know. And there's no way Whoa. that she would know a lot of the stuff that she did pick up. She's really good. So like no, that, she's like, really good. Yes, yes. and There's a lot of good people out there with qualities and those abilities, <laughs> and she's one of them, most definitely, and, you know, it makes us wonder, you know, uh, why we, we the battle here, you know, it's uh, we what keeps our spirit going is we think positive and play uh, music that we like, and we try not to feed into the music negativity. is a lot. Music is such a help. I could teach people and tell people that certain things for us did not work. Sage backfired nope. on this family. Yep. And I'm not saying Sage is bad, mm. but I'm saying in this case. It made things a hundred times worse, mm-hmm. so we don't even go near that. Um, there's things that we just won't do. I have crosses on the wall now, and I have a Mother Mary statue that years ago, if I had crosses on the wall, they wouldn't fly off, but they would mysteriously fall down. Um, now, mm-hmm. ever since NESPR has been here, they're still standing tall on these walls. However, I don't think, and I don't think that this thing cares. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so to speak, of religious artifacts. It just doesn't, uh, I don't know, it just doesn't seem to care. It's a weird haunting. It is a weird haunting. It really haunting. is weird. I feel bad for the uh, next family when we move. I mean, that. I'm. you know, honestly, the thing that 
it upsets me to like have another family in this house as much as we really kind of we want to leave so bad. Well, we don't want another family, but it's just someone's going to buy the house, and it's a family neighborhood, so it's a family house. I mean, what person's not going to buy this house? Exactly, it's going to be a family. It's going to be children, and you know, what's going to unless it's somebody who's into the hauntings. Yes. That would be uh, my. I mean, I gotta tell you, that would be my main goal. Oh, yeah. I would love someone to buy this house because it is up for sale, and I would love someone to buy the house that is into the paranormal. Yeah, I mean, I I saw that you know a few times after we moved out of the house. Like, you know, do the new owners have these experiences? You know, it was focused on women, so it's guys had moved in then no I, I don't think they would have realized it was haunted and you know you you think about the next owner but at the same time it's like you have to do what's best for you um as an individual yes exactly yeah, hopefully it's a frat house yeah <laughs> <laughs> right and, uh, it, it, i would be disturbing that happen. neighborhood yeah yeah i don't think that that's the whole thing. It's such an estate neighborhood. I don't like it's a snooty neighborhood. Yes. Everybody's got their eyes on everybody else. So yeah, you know. Yeah. When we used to have we used to have paranormal events here. Oh, it was terrible. And, um, but I will tell you, you know, Julie, you know, you say, is anything going to happen in this house when they all come here? And it's, the unfortunate happens in this house. Who's fighting? Who can't breathe? Um, all the negative energy yeah. that this thing. Uh, goes after and and then they'll go after the kids while we're we had dinner with a ghost here uh with john cushman he does a really nice setup and that was a couple of years ago too the time's it? flying but there were a lot of marines here at the event and um i remember no one was believing that the house was haunted because mm-hmm. it doesn't look like a haunted house it's built no. in 96 and then the and the, the girlfriend all of a sudden we're in the basement had this big dinner that he displayed and she's grabbing her throat and she's like, I can't breathe. Something's choking me. And um, oh. we had to get her out of the house. I just, her husband was the, was the Marine. Yeah. And um, when they're outside, she it took her a while to mm-hmm. catch her breath. And they says the, they're like, we're not going back in. We don't we we fight wars. They said, but we don't know what's in. We can't fight this because we can't uh-huh. see it. It's something's not right in that house. Yeah. And wow. what this thing does, I could teach people, <laughs> if you. If you antagonize it, it'll show its strength. If you don't care about it and don't acknowledge it, yeah. it shows you nothing. Yeah. But if you say, oh, you're fake and, and you can't do this or I don't believe in you, it will go after you, whether you're here or you go home. And that's been a case. Mm-hmm. I have a book out called The Curse of the Horsefly Chronicles where I wanted other investigators to talk about their experience in this home. And people live in different states are being visited before they get here. You know, so it sounds impossible, but it's not. Well, Erica had something that was here going over there and and, and messing with her dog on live on air last week. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, she's she's really good. Erica's extremely so talented, and it was amazing. She was able to, you know, pick up stuff about your house live on air. Um, yeah. I mean, definitely very talented psychic. For anyone who's listening and wants to talk to an amazing psychic, definitely go check definitely. out Erica. Um, she actually definitely. recently, it's funny, I was 
talking to Erica and she said, I feel like there's a lot of clutter around you. And I was like, no, I'm extremely organized. I think you're picking up on my grandma's house because I want to clean it completely. Yeah, you've been cleaning all week. Cleaning my grandma's house. So, I mean, that's for her to pick up on that because it's constantly on my mind. It's pretty good. She basically read my mind on that one. Yeah, that's, she's, she's really good. Um, but anyways, I know we have to take a quick commercial break, but we'll be right back with more questions. It's a ghost host show with Sophia Temporelli on. Oh. Ah, sorry. <laughs> Got cut off there. Paranormal investigators, intuitives, haunted location, homeowners, and horsefly chronicles radio hosts, Philip and Julia Syracusa on today. Everyone uh, on Twitter at Philip Syracusa, at Julia Syracusa, and uh, also the book uh, Philip is uh, mentioning too as well. Philip Syracusa's book, The Horsefly Chronicles, A Demonic Haunting. It's available on Amazon. Tune in to Horsefly Chronicles Radio Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern on UPRNTalkRadio.com. The Ghost Host Show is Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. We'll be back with a late edition right after this. Hi, this is Dustin Perry, the Paranormal Rockstar, and you're listening to The Ghost Host with the most, Sophia Temporelli, only on LiveParanormal.com. Thank you for joining us on History FM Radio on LiveParanormal.com and History.fm. From paranormal to the unexplained history, it all happens here. Looking to enhance your radio experience? Participate in live interactive chat 24-7 with our radio show hosts and other like-minded people on www.LiveParanormal.com. The only interactive social chat room supported by full interactive media. Stop by now and join in on the fun. This is psychic medium Erica Busterhaney with Second Sight Paranormal TV, and you're listening to The Ghost Host with Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. Hey, this is Zach Bagans from Ghost Adventures, and you are listening to The Ghost Host, Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. Not only am I Dave Schrader, but I'm Dave Schrader of Travel Channel's The Holzer Files, and you're listening to <laughs> Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. I feel left out. I wanted to throw myself it's, into your mix of, of voiceovers now. I love it. You know, uh, it's almost like we didn't leave break. Oh, poor Dave left out of the audio there. They all must be psychic because we're all kind of talking about the, the people in those bites there. Philip and Julia and Sophia, you're back in. Awesome. Hey, thanks. thank you both again so much for coming on today. 
No, we appreciate it. Um, Julia, I know you actually also wrote a book um, about something that happened in your childhood. Do you want to tell the audience a little bit about that oh, and no, where they can find she, your book? Uh, she didn't write a book. She was she's in oh, the process of writing. Oh, it. sorry, the documentary. She's filming a documentary. Yeah, yeah, correct. Sorry, my brain's a little fried from going through uh, years and years of boxes in my grandma's living room. <laughs> There's the clutter. <laughs> it's cluttering my brain now. Yes, well, you know, the three of us have been so busy with our our families and our lives, but we're so completely completely involved with the case still. Unfortunately, I don't think that will ever be able to resume the body of Holly Ann Hughes unless, you know, mm-hmm. someone comes forward telling authorities where we all know sh- the remains are, her remains are. Um, Staten Island, New York, they have a lot of protection. Um, there, you know, we do believe there is a cover-up on this case that, you know, for your listeners, that has to do with the legend of Crosby in Staten Island, New York. And Holly Ann Hughes was my friend. We went to school together. So that's why I was so involved in really finding out the truth of what really did happen to her. There is a documentary out, and you can find the documentary on Perfect Trust Productions. Um, If you go to their YouTube page, and you can see the documentary there. Um, We do want to go back, and hopefully that will happen soon, (laughs) I hope. It's it's a very sensitive case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I can imagine. I mean, that's, I mean, really just a scary thing to, you know, have to go through. And, you know, it's, I'm sure that was very raw for you to have to, you know, make a documentary about it. I mean, trying to get the word out there about your friend's disappearance, but also, you know, having to relive that. Yeah, and there was so many, like, problems going forward with, like, we were were on a lot of radio shows. There was a lot lot of threats being, um, you know, people would call the radio shows and and tell them, do not have them on, um, or we'll hurt your families. It, It was just, it was just, it was horrible. It was horrible. There was just so much corruption there. And like I said, there's there's a huge cover up with this whole case, and we're still working on it. And still trying to figure it all out. <laughs> it's, it's it's sad. It's a sad story. Absolutely. Um, you know, it's it's always hard, you know, when you lose someone, but especially in such a traumatic way where you don't have answers like that. Um, what is your hope, you know, with getting it out there? Is it, you know, people coming forward and bringing new evidence or, you know, just a group of people, you know, kind of, coming together to demand those answers, um, what do you think would be the best outcome for the case to be resolved? I, okay, I really, well, I would, I hope that someone comes forward and, and you know, helps us to identify where we know where she is. And, you know, we, we really, that's the only way to resume this, to, you know, to get her out of there. Because there's a baseball field built on top mm-hmm. of where we think her remains are, so it's 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 impossible. Um, I do, you know, we do want to do some type of memorial um, 
things for her. Um, we have to get permission. So it's so much in state, and we're still working on all of that. Very kind of you, and, you know, um, very brave of you to keep her memory alive with all the backlash and everything. So I commend you for that and um, just working so hard to get her story out there. Yes, thank you. Thank um, you. You know, back to, you know, kind of your haunted house and stuff. Obviously, you've kind of, Julia specifically, you've dealt with, you know, kind of death and all of that from a long time. But I know you also both have mentioned that you kind of have a sensitivity or an ability. Um, how did each of you kind of discover that you had um, a gift or a sensitivity to the other side? Well, I was born in Staten Island, New York, and my parents bought a mm -hmm. house when I was about, I think I was about two years old. And the man that built the house, he actually died there in my parents' bedroom. So I would, I would see him um, from the age of like five to like 12, and he would torment me and my sisters. It, it was, you know, he, he was just not a good person. And throughout the research, um, we did find out that he was not a good person. And, you know, that, that's probably why he was not a good person, you know, in death. That's what they say. You're not a good person in life. You're not a good person in death. And he would torment us. And that's kind of like how, you know, I, you know, I remember that to be as a young child. Um, after about 12 years old, I kind of like blocked everything mm -hmm. out. And I don't really remember too much after that until we bought this house in 2010. And then my experience was uh, I had a near-death experience in 1981 in the dentist office. And um, I went, you know, I was gone. And um, there is another side. And I think that at 14 years old, when this happened to me mm -hmm. and I was brought back, I had through my surplus memories that um, we go on. This is not it. And when the other side knows that you have these abilities, yeah, it kind of tags along with you through life. But teenage years, you really don't, you can't point a finger on it until you get older. Mm -hmm. And then, um, but I will tell the listener out there, and it's, it's a promise to you that this is well, not the only playing field for us. It is not. Um, we do go on, and, and there is a beautiful side that we cross over to. And then there's earthbound spirits, right? You know, I don't know the whole plan on how this all works, um, but it just seems like there are spirits here that some people don't believe they're trapped. They're, you know, it's free will, mm -hmm. and they can choose to roam the earth and, and haunt locations. And other people believe that these aren't the people you think you're talking to. They're, these are mimics. Um, mm -hmm. They're imitations of what you think, just the haunt locations. So, again, there's that big question mark on that whole thing. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it can definitely be intimidating, too, when you kind of notice, you know, just the other side and inability at such a young age because, uh, you know, you're already dealing with life, and that's hard enough as it is. So the afterlife doesn't really add an easy element to growing up. Yeah, and that goes back to the house and how we think it kind of, like, shows us 
because we all had mm-hmm. we both had that like you know experience with things that happened to us when we were younger, and you know. And I want our, the, I want the listener to know this. I think this is so crucial to know this information. When you go to a haunted location, let's just say Mr. Jones passed away in this 1800-year-old, uh, you know, it's just such an old house, and, uh, and you're over and you're communicating with Mr. Jones, right, with your K2, your spirit boxes. I'm going to promise you something. You ain't contacting mm-hmm. Mr. Jones. Don't, and I'm telling you, I've been this long enough, you are not talking to Mr. Jones. You're not. You're talking to something else. Exactly. Um, and it took me a long time to really realize that these things don't how to play us. They are way smarter than us. And I'm not saying that goes for every single haunting where there's residual energy, of course, and, and locations. But if it's intelligent and responding on command and you're getting a recording, you may just be talking to something you don't even know what it is. And it's got a mask on. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Definitely. And I know, I mean, this hour went by so fast, but I know we're coming towards the end of the show. So are there any websites, upcoming interviews, events, investigations, or productions you wish to mention, or upcoming books? Well, you guys can find us on Horseback Chronicles Radio, UPRN, the website. Um, we're, on every, we're on every Monday nights at 8 p.m., Eastern and 7 p.m. CT. Um, you can find us on Instagram. We're pretty easy to find. There will be an episode coming out. Uh, the True Ghost Stories was here back in uh, November. Yes. So that should be coming out in the summer sometime. Um, and you'll see what mm-hmm. goes on around here. Again, that's True Ghost Stories. And then we also had Paraflix here. Um, I John. Guess, yeah. John Griffin. John Griffin. Paranormal Puzzle. Yes, Paranormal Um, Puzzle. So I'm sure that'll be out sometime in the future as well. And you could also check out, there is already a TV episode out there of this home on ASY TV. Yes. Um, Just type in the Horsefly Chronicles. And you'll watch a whole episode on this. It's actually on a couple of other stations too. But if you go to ASY TV, you'll see an episode here and and they you know they really didn't believe what was here until they you watch the episode you see it for yourself <laughs> and um, if anybody's interested in investigating the location um you could email me p-s-i-r-a-c-u-s-a number four at yahoo.com it's not for the faint-hearted i mean this is a an evil case um uh, so you know we do ask a lot of questions if anybody's going to come here because we know what this thing is capable of um, mm-hmm. And that's pretty much it. And you can follow us on our radio station and listen in. Yes. Well, I want to thank you both so much again for coming on today. It's been great talking with you both. And, yeah, um, I look forward to seeing what you guys do in the future. And hopefully, you know, you're able to get out of the house sooner than later. Yes. This is yeah, true. Shows open anytime. Thank you so much, Sophia. Thank you to the both of you. We really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Well, thanks, guys. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much. Well, fantastic show today, Sophia. Definitely. Philip and Julia were great guests. I want to thank you all for listening. This should definitely not be possible without all of you, and I will talk to you guys again next week. Bye.
And for Philip and uh, Julia Syracusa, everyone um, on Twitter at Philip Syracusa, at Julia Syracusa. And uh, the Horsefly Chronicles, a, a demonic haunting book available on Amazon. Tune into Horsefly Chronicles Radio Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern on UPRNTalkRadio.com. Coming up, we have uh, Darkness Radio's host, uh, Tim Dennis. He'll be on next weekend, uh, the 21st. Also, Psychic Intuitive Rick Wade will be on the program. He also does readings. He loves to do that for everybody. And, uh, you know, we check with him just to see if he gets taxed or told, and he never seems to. So feel free to call in during that show, too. We have other people uh, booking their their guest spots, too, as well. So we uh, like the ghost host, Sophia Temporelli, on LiveParanormal.com to learn of the guests as we learn of them real time and keep updated there. The Ghost Host Show with Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. We'll see you next week with Tim Dennis. Hi, this is Debbie from Sion Ghost Adventures. You're listening to The Ghost Host with your host, Sophia Temporelli, on LiveParanormal.com. God bless you all. for joining us on History FM Radio on LiveParanormal.com and History.fm. From paranormal to the unexplained history, it all happens here. Looking to enhance your radio experience? Participate in live interactive chat 24-7 with our radio show hosts and other like-minded people on www.liveparanormal.com. The only interactive social chat room supported by full interactive media. Stop by now and join in on the fun. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.